welcome. Hello. How are you doing today, Kenna? I'm just doing good. It's been a long day, but I'm excited to be here. I'm super excited, too, because we have a special guest, our first guest. First ever. Super stoked about it. Allison Guzman. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Allison, why don't you introduce yourself? Um, maybe, like, how do we, how do you know us? <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure everyone listening probably knows we all know each other. <laughs> All four, all four of our listeners really want to know. <laughs> Just in case, um, they don't. Um, I know Kenna and Maddie from work. We all worked at our workplace. <laughs> Apple, Apple Incorporated. <laughs> um, this is not associated with Apple. This is not, this is not no. sponsored. Affiliated or anything. <laughs> um, yeah, we all... We all work together. Um, Maddie, sadly, not anymore. I know. Yeah, me and Allison actually started the same time, and we <laughs> both were referred by Maddie. Oh yeah, which yeah. is also funny. So I met Allison that before that, but that's how we really got to know yeah. each other. Uh, like, kind of really random. And I feel weird whenever I tell people how many really you can going. tell. You can tell. Allison was you. one of my husband's students. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so weird to say that, uh, but we like clicked when we met, yeah. and so I was like, "Oh, you should like you're looking for a job. You should come work at my work." I remember. We're hiring. I remember when I met you. I literally was like, "Are you Miss Jake?" Miss <laughs> <laughs> like, Jake. Oh my God. And then you came to work at Apple, and we became, like, actual friends, like, real life friends, and so we just, like, this weird, like, connection. (laughs) And then we we just stopped telling people at Apple how we knew each other, because it got weird. I know. They were like, um, so either Maddie's husband is, like, really old, or... Anyways, yeah, we just... (laughs) He's true friendly with the students. Yeah, we stopped telling this story. But anyways, yeah, um, I'm a student... At the University of Utah, I study film and marketing right now. Nice. Yes, and yeah, I just love Allison's movies. a big film buff like yes. us too. Yeah. So I love movies. We're um, all big movie fans. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie's dog is just roaming around us. He loves us. He uh, wants to be like right here. He, he wants, wants to be excited. chewing his bone as loudly as he can right next to let us. Him, let him chew the bone. So if you hear some, girl. yeah, some like interesting noises, that's it. I don't even know if the mic's are picking it up. Whatever. <sighs> Anyways, I um, Yeah, so, like, I know that you really love films and, you, like, you're studying it. Like, what is, like, your first memory of just, like, really getting into, like, movies and, like, or even just admitting to yourself, like, this is a hobby of mine. Like, I love this. So, I remember watching, my dad is a very big comic book guy, and he also really likes movies. I remember going to a specific movie when I was younger. (laughs) It was one of the X-Men movies. Oh, really? Yes, and I don't even remember which one it was. But maybe, have you seen the X-Men movies? I've seen a few of them. I haven't seen all of them. Isn't there a few? Yeah, there's kind of a lot of them now. But it was one of the earlier ones. And there was, I remember this scene where this guy was in the bathroom and he was growing his wings out, but he didn't I'm know that they I'm were coming. Exactly yes. And he uses <laughs> like a knife or something to like cut his back. And oh. I was like seven. <laughs> and my dad like 
leans over to me and he was like, I don't even know if he remembers this, but he was like, this is so cool, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And like literally to this day still remember it. It was so <laughs> So traumatizing. Scarring. Yes. But yeah, I remember. Yes. Yeah, that specific movie, I like walked out of the theater and it was still light outside. And that was the first time I had ever felt that feeling of like, whoa, I was totally in like a different world. Yeah. And then I exited the theater and I was like, okay, I'm kind of sad. I can't like shoot laser beams out of my <laughs> eye now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so it was like a happy, sad moment. Mm-hmm. But I think when I was in high school, that's when I like really started to figure out like what I wanted to do mm-hmm. when I was trying to prepare for college. And I took a lot of time off because I knew that's what I wanted to study, but I was like kind of self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. So I took time off and then after I just came to terms with it, I went back to school and now I'm doing the dang thing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And it's really fun because, like, on your Instagram and stuff, you'll always, like, repost things on your story. And, yeah. Like, you're oh, always, I love like, it. like, engaging yeah. and talking about films and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I love talking to other people who like movies, too. Because even, like, listening to your guys' podcast, I think it's so cute. Because <laughs> you are always, Maddie, you're such, like, a casual viewer. You're like, yeah. oh my gosh, yes, it was so fun. <laughs> and it's like, so this, 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 and this is why this worked. And like this, <laughs> yes, yes. And it's just so, neither are like the wrong or what right way to look at a movie. It's just like your own. Yeah, it's really your own interpretation. Yeah, it's like just what speaks to you. And that's why I like film so much because it's just so open like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, I feel like cool. the movie we're talking about today so open to interpretation yeah. like especially totally. the ending but a true work of art honestly. yes yeah. so yeah we're talking about parasite, parasite. but Ooh. before we get into that i want to talk about just like like real quick yeah no we should talk about like the movies that have like we've seen this week were there any trailers that dropped i'm trying to think uh, that you guys have seen oh I haven't seen any trailers, but I saw Eternals this mm-hmm. weekend, and I know Allison, you just yeah, I literally, literally just came back from watching Eternals. <laughs> I watched three movies today. Oh, really? <laughs> what other movies? I rewatched Parasite for this episode. Oh, and then I had a film class today, and we watched The Grand Budapest. <gasps> you watched that in your class? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I just watched that like two weeks ago. For the first time? Yes. Oh my gosh! It is. So good. Was it your first yeah. time watching it too? No, I've seen it a few times, <laughs> uh, but. Well, me and Allison went and saw the French Dispatch together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, just our like co-workers. a few days ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, how was that? Because I haven't seen it yet. What did you think, Kenna? Don't get, like, too deep into it just for spoilers, but, like, just yeah. for people that probably yeah. haven't seen it yet, or, like, what do you recommend? It? Give your, yeah. your hot take. I talked about it a little bit, I think, on our last week's episode, but I feel like for Wes Anderson, I enjoyed it visually, but it wasn't my favorite of his films. Yeah. I really liked... Like, the cast lineup was amazing, Mm -hmm. such a good crew, and just visually, it was beautiful to watch. But this film, just, like, with more short stories, instead of being able to connect to, like, just a few main characters throughout the whole time, was a little different. I mean, I feel like he set it up well with, like, okay, now it's, like, this story, now it's this story. It didn't just, like, awkwardly cut to something completely different, but... Yeah, I agree. I think that 
um, narratively, the Grand Budapest is probably one of his best. Mm-hmm. Like, I think yeah. that's the one that most people know of his films because it's easy to follow. Yeah. But he has, like, such a specific verbiage in the way that he talks, and he usually uses narration, too. So, it was it was hard to, like, follow it. Did you feel like it would have helped if you could have seen it with subtitles? Maybe, yeah. I And I think I told Kenna this after we exited the theater, but I was like, I feel like I need to watch it again, and then I, uh-huh. I would like it more. But I was thinking the same. It's it probably his best, like, visually, oh. honestly. Well, b- before the movie came out, I think I read this, like, early in the summer. They released this movie at, like, a European film festival, and it received, like, an eight-minute standing ovation. Yeah. So I was, like, so hyped to see it. And then after, I think me and you were, like, did this deserve an eight-minute standing ovation? Yeah. So, I don't know. I definitely think it's worth a watch, though. Oh, yeah. Do you think that maybe overhyped it for you guys in your head? Probably, honestly. Yeah. Because it was supposed to come out last year, too. Mm -hmm. And so I've been, like, waiting for it for a while. So I was like, yes, yes, yes. But... I loved it for, like, what it was. And Same. the fact that he is just the person that he is. Like, he, yeah. he's, like, unmatched. No yeah. one, yeah, no one else is like him. Yeah, he's so unique. His style is one of a kind. Yeah. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, that. I felt like that when I was watching the Grand Budapest Hotel. Like, mm-hmm. It's just yeah. pretty. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Pretty. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, so I just watched Eternals. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, critics have been hating it. Yeah. But do you think that people should see it? Yeah. I, I absolutely. So. Th- I think Marvel is going in such an interesting direction right now. Ooh, what do you mean? Like, I just think since the Avengers ended, I think that they're trying a lot of different things and seeing, like, what sticks. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? But um, the director of this movie directed Nomadland. Have Which you one? That? Film of the Year or two? Last year, right? Yeah, last year at the Oscars. Have you guys mm. seen it? No, I haven't. It's very, very good. It's, like, visually really appealing, and um, you can see that in, in this movie, too. To be honest, I watched the trailer for it, and it looked boring, so I didn't watch it. That's fair. It's Nomadland? Like, yeah. That one? It's not super, like, plot-driven. It's very much like a... But it's worth, it's worth the watch. I mean, it won yeah. the film of the year, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. But... I liked it. I think it's worth a watch. Okay. okay. Yeah. You should watch it, Kenna. Because I know Maddie already saw it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I know. I feel like there's so many classics that I'm like, I have, I'm literally writing Nomadland down right Kenna on my list. does not like Marvel movies. You I have to see it anyway. And she hasn't even really. seen Shang-Chi. Okay, but what? I know. I, know I haven't. You have to see Shang-Chi. It's, yeah. That one. So good. The trailer, yeah. I'm just like laughing. I'm like, this is the and dumbest she, plot. Like, yeah, okay. And, and I feel like the trailer gives away the whole story. Shang-Chi? Are we talking about Shang-Chi? Yes. What? You thought it looked so dumb from the trailer? <laughs> yes. That is, like, okay, okay. I, when I saw the trailer, I literally had like chills and was like, <laughs> I just thought, okay, and again, like, you guys are like... <laughs> Literally sending films to my brain, which is just, like, out there. But I was just, like, I thought that, like, seeing, like, the Chinese, like, culture and, like, visuals yeah. and colors. Um, and, like, I could tell that there was, like, a lot of Chinese, like, folklore tied into it. Yeah. I was, like, I had chills over my whole body watching the trailer. And I was so excited to see the film. Yeah. Well, I think, like I think visually, you know, I would go see the movie for that, but I think, like, the storyline and all that just seemed kind of yeah. lame. I feel like with Marvel, <laughs> you just have to go in My knowing... My jaw's dropped right now. <laughs> you have to go in knowing that it's going to be, like, mindless. 
Yeah. It's not like you're not gonna walk They're up away so and be fun. like fun. Yeah, they are fun though. That's what kind of why I like them. Because I'm like, yay! I don't know what I'm thinking about for the, the last two hours, and then I leave, and you don't get like a life lesson, I guess. But yeah. maybe I, if I were to pick between um, Shang Chi and Eternals, I would pick Shang Chi though. Yeah. So for you to watch. Yeah. Okay. Same. But Eternals did have hair. But knowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So Kenna. Okay. Doesn't like Marvel, right? No, not but really. But what about your boy Harry Styles being yeah. in the next one? Obsessed with Harry Styles, guys. <laughs> just go just for that. Honestly, I would. I screamed. <laughs> that was a spoiler. Oh yeah. The Harry Styles is in it. No, I feel like it's been all over Twitter at this point. It really eh, has. I mean, the movie's if released. If you're not a Marvel super fan, because this is coming out a week from Tuesday, so if you haven't seen yeah. Eternals in the first two weeks and you're not, like, a true, true, true yeah. Marvel fan, and then so... You, you deserve the spoiler. I'm really sorry <laughs> that you get this. And you have been off social media. Yeah. I you didn't even it. know Harry Styles was in it until just right now when you said oh that. So. He comes on the screen and, like, everybody screamed. And Dakota was like, <laughs> yeah. you scream just as long as those 12-year-old girls. Like, <laughs> no, my dad said the same thing. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yep. I'm, I'm I don't care. fangirling over yeah, Harry. Like, no, I'd scream out loud for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, really? <laughs> Interesting. No, and also uh, he has like an American accent in it. Oh, and what? It's so he funny. plays Thanos' brother. Yeah, isn't that crazy? What <laughs> the heck? Accent? Yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm not that so, stupid. So <laughs> that was worth the watch. Honestly, yeah. even just though we spoiled it, sorry. Kinda. So sorry. Maybe um, I will go see it now just because of Harry. Low-key, I will just do it. I <laughs> wanted to get and come for like the last five minutes. Oh, that's all he's in? It's like, yeah, it's like seeing like, Dune for Zendaya. Like, yeah. She's, yeah. she's like hardly in it. Yeah, barely. Yeah, I saw Dune too. Dune was good. Dune was, Dune was really amazing. Good. I know, we might do an episode on Dune yeah, like, like soon-ish. Because yeah. I feel like everybody's seeing it. Yeah. But um, let's get into yeah. Parasite. <laughs> the um, actual movie. <laughs> and we usually start our, yeah, the actual movie we're talking about. Shrek. Just kidding. <laughs> I will talk about Shrek for a long time. Um, so we usually uh, start, start with the box office scores. Or just what they box office, not scores, money. It's real, it's real life money. <laughs> it's money. Okay, so... Um, worldwide, it made $259 million. Kind of crazy. Um, twice as much as A Night's Tale. Those were my, I was looking at my notes. <laughs> the previous notes. Yeah. That's crazy, like, for an international film. Like, Parasite oh, did yeah. so well. But, yeah, for an international, but for, in the U.S., it made $53 million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, not, not that much, but for... I remember when it was in theaters. Um, actually, Ryan McEwen told me about Shout it. Shout out to Ryan McEwen. <laughs> he probably for sure does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to text him and tell him to listen to it and be like, we featured you, so now you have to listen yeah, to it. Um, he, he told me about it. He was like, yeah, I saw this like really cool like inner, like Korean film last yeah. night. It was so good. I and I was him. like, what? And he was like, yeah, it's in the theaters. Like, it's so, like, it was so good. And back backstory, I went on an LDS mission to Korea, and so I speak Korean, and I, I lived there for a year and a half. I really like the culture and stuff. So when he was like, a Korean film is in the theaters. 
I don't know. You just don't hear about international yeah. films it's being true. No megaplex. It's yeah, true. You megaplex don't. Too, yeah. That's yeah. a big deal. So I took Dakota and my husband and his sister like the next week to see it. Um, but and we were in a theater that was like almost sold out. Yeah. Like Crazy. instead of being like an international film like that, I, I'd never, I've never, that's never happened before. Yeah, that's another thing that I remember. I remember seeing like one of the last viewings of Parasite uh-huh. before it was like out of the theater. And when I went to that viewing, it was packed. Yeah. Because like, it, got, it grew traction. Yes. Right? And I went into it like knowing nothing about it. And I was like, whoa, why are there so many people here? And it was like like that until it was out of the box office. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like more and more and more people heard about it. So yeah. like instead of usually movies sell out at the beginning when they mm-hmm. first drop, but it was like they were selling out towards, towards the, the end. end. Yeah. Um, so real quick, I wanted to compare it to another like inter- like two other international films just so we yes. can kind of know. Um, Train to Busan was the other one um, that I know like a lot of people are familiar with. That one only made two million dollars compared to fifty three million in the I'm U.S. Surprised, honestly. So I know. Kind of sad. Parasite did way better. Yeah. Um, and then Life is Beautiful. Um, mm. Ken actually told me to look up that score. It was it's a what, an Italian film. Yeah, it's like a World War Two. But it's an, an international depressing. film, not in English subtitles, so it has like all of those commonalities. Yeah. Um, and it it made around the same as Parasite, fifty eight million. Okay. So um, yeah. And that's, like, the other best international film books. That one came out, like, late 90s. So that one's been around for a little bit longer. But... Well, Parasite did pretty good. And we know that it did good because it won a lot of Oscars. It did. It won four. Right? Four. Yeah. Yeah. It won four Oscars. To be honest, you guys, I, I, I watched that Oscars. Like, my sister and I, like watched it live and I had it memorized and I went on Google to double check that I had them all to go look at it that's <laughs> yeah funny. best film best international film best director best screenplay yeah it's funny too because the director um two awards that he was like that it also got nominated for that it didn't win the awards of it oh. was like um mm-hmm. something with the director of photography with like the cinematography mm-hmm. and another award similar to that, it didn't win in those categories, which is what Bong Joon-ho was hoping would win. Because that was, that's like what his favorite aspect of Parasite was, was just the, how it was filmed. Because there's such like a rhythm to his films, especially this one, like so precise with like each scene. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting that he was like, I wouldn't say disappointed. I mean, his film did great, but... Oh my gosh, he was so cute when he was giving his acceptance. <laughs> I think... I was going to mention that. I think that he was anticipating winning that award. Yeah. Because in comparison to the other awards he won, that's, like, kind of... Uh, I mean, getting Best Picture and Best Director, like, those are higher up Those awards. are crazy. Right. And I think that he was only anticipating winning one award if he did win, and I... I say that because he used, like, the same joke three times. Every time he won, he was like, I'm going to go drink now. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to go drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so cute. The two awards, um, it was Best Editing and Best Production Design, mm. which were both nominations. Yeah. And he felt... Production Design? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Best Production Design and set, Editing. Like, yeah. And co- yeah. Is that all of it set costumes? 
a lot of it is like setting because they had like a few on-site locations where they filmed but a lot of it they had to like create yeah the house wasn't like one big house no they added the whole second level the whole second level was cgi yeah and a lot of the backyard oh it was cgi the second level yeah and a lot of the trees were cgi isn't that crazy? Yeah, literally had no And idea. honestly, having lived in Seoul, like a house like that with a lawn like that, you literally didn't see it. Yeah. At all. So like if you did it, like it was a really rich person behind gates where like you on the streets didn't yeah. see. I, so there was yeah, something I saw. One of the trash cans they used as a, tr- as a prop, like in that neighborhood that like the tractor went to go grab. American money costs about $2,500. For a trash can. Wait, what? Insane. Because it was because one of the it was props. In the movie? No, because of where, like, the location of the rich area, like, where the Park family lives. Oh. Like, it's that rich. Like, one of the trash cans they used as a prop. Sorry. I thought you were saying the prop is now worth that much. No, no, no. Like, that's, like, how much. I believe it. <laughs> trash can, guys. No, that's, like, how much those trash cans cost. Yeah. Which is, like, that's ridiculous. Insane. Yeah. But, I mean, even the the house and the way that it was all shot, too, the mm-hmm. house is crazy. And it, like, really, like, um, helps with the theme, too. There are a lot of um, moments in the movie where they're going up and down stairs. Yes, I was going to bring this up. Yeah, the stairs. Mm-hmm. The stairs are, are so symbolic towards, like, the theme of the movie, which is... Um, being like in poverty versus being yeah like, family class. divide yeah. yeah it's like an economic divide and so I think um, Bong Joon Ho the director he does such a great job of using like physical elements of his film to like help that like theme part of it like the motifs does that mm-hmm. make sense totally yeah do you want to talk about the stair the stairs Um, you kind of hit on it pretty well, though, but yeah, like, the main theme of this film, if you haven't seen it, it's, or if you have seen it, but it's just the two polar opposite family dynamics, and just how they mesh. And, like, class. And, yeah. mm -hmm, Just the different classes, which is, like, a big theme in Korean films. Like, a lot of Korean films that I've seen, I feel like that's always something, is that... I don't want to say that it's, like, a thing in their, their culture, but kind of. It and kind of is. There's a, there's a lot of, di- like, separating by different classes, including, like, even just in your language, in your speech. Yeah. Like, when you first meet somebody, the first thing you say is, like, what you what year were you born? Because I need I need to know how I'm, what level uh, of respect I'm talking to you in. Yeah. Are you younger than me? Are you older than me? Like, how are we supposed to continue this conversation? Like, I don't even want to start it until I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I just feel like there's a lot of dividing. Yeah. And, like, classifying. And well, even, even just comparing, like, okay, the Kim family is the poor family who live just on the streets in, like, a basement apartment. Yeah. And then the Park family lives in this super wealthy, ritzy neighborhood. And their house is huge and just super, what did I write? Very clean and spacious. There's a lot of natural light. And their house has like so many big windows. And then you compare it to the Kim family. And there's like these fluorescent lights like in their basement. And they like have this tiny, tiny little window where they can see the street. Like that already shows like the. And their view is. The comparison of 
yeah, family dynamic. Sad. Yeah, the window is like a good point. Like in I the first shot in the movie mm-hmm. is like a shot of the window and then it like um mm. tracks down to yeah. the main character, which is like the uh I forget his name, Kiwu. Yeah, that's his name in in the movie. Or Kevin is like what they Oh call. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jessica. Which is funny Jessica. too because the <laughs> the film kind of ends with the window as well. Yeah, yeah. Also they panning. Do the same shot, yeah. which is which is awesome. But um the window like just shows it shows you like how um like below they are. From uh-huh. even, like just the ground. And then you you mm. go to the that scene where they're all sitting in the living room. Mm-hmm. Do you know what scene, scene I'm referring to? When the whole family's in the living room. In their, in the in basement the apartment? In the park's living room. Oh, like when they're on their camping trip? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they're looking out this, like, huge window, mm-hmm. and you can just see the parallel in that. I think it's really interesting yeah. that um, Bong did that. Like, the parallel between the two families is just, like, literally uncanny. Like, even mm-hmm. down to the family unit like there's a mom a dad uh-huh a son a daughter right yeah so each character has their own parallel which is like really interesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> maddie's like ah. also i know that i'm like backtracking like a minute or two back to what i said but when i was saying there's a lot of like divide in the korean culture i didn't really mean it like Super like they're they're and they're super divided and they yeah. have all these different classes. <laughs> oh no! I just meant that I was seeing some parallels to even like how like their spoken languages to like what the theme is in the movie with the class system. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I didn't even realize. Yeah, there's like there's a girl and a boy. And yeah, a and the guy. So, yeah, anyway, the film, like once you kind of get to know the two different families, and there's like the two different montages of like. The Kim family and the Park family. And then you slowly see, like, one thing, just from one of these video clips I watched of this guy's interpretation of some of the montages, um, it, like, manipulates time. And every time a new character of the Kim family, the poor family, like, moves into the Park family's house, the montages, like, speed up. Like, first you're focusing on the son and his connection. And then the daughter comes in. Yeah. And then the dad comes in. And it, like, like, slowly... Yeah. And then each of their stories, like, speed up a little faster of how they kind of take over in the Parks family. Yeah. And um, I thought that was so crazy, too. And this guy was just talking about even that, of just, like, the timing of, like, explaining... Like, okay, this is our plan of how we're going to get the dad involved with this family. You know, because they're like, taxi driver is super loyal. Or even with the nanny who's been, who was with the family before the Parks lived there. Like, she's been there forever. I love this scene when the dad is like, practicing what he's going to say. Yes, yeah. He gets too much emotion into it. He's like, ah, like, sorry. Yes, and his son is like, literally writing a script to help him. Like, can then then the mom's probably going to say this. And then this is how you respond. And like... That scene is, like, a beautiful scene. One thing that I love about this movie, too, is the characters. Like, no character is, like, stupid for the sake of the plot. Like, everything Uh. that they do is so meticulous and just really, like, feeds into the plot and, like, how it's going to progress. And that's something that I've found 
to be hard. Like when I'm watching a movie or I'm sure you guys have had the same experience when you're like, why would they do that? Like, why would that character make that decision? You know what yeah. I mean? But in this, it was so lifelike, and that's why it was so anxiety-inducing, because you're like, that's (laughs) literally what I would do in that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, as I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's literally their best option. Like, what what else are you going to do in in that situation? You know what I mean? Um, I have one other thing to say. Oh. Oh. (laughs) We're talking about the, um, music. Uh Uh-huh. I think that, and this is maybe going a little bit further, but I would say that the halfway point of the movie is when the whole family, like, successfully infiltrates the mm-hmm. the Kim family, or the Park family, and they're sitting in the living room. Mm-hmm. And I would say the whole story before that, like Kenna was mentioning, is, like, kind of fast-paced. Like, they're, they're getting to, like, the point where they can, um, like, be successfully integrated into the family. And at that point in the middle where they're all sitting in the living room, it's kind of like time is slower. Like mm-hmm. that scene is so long. It's like 10 minutes right, long. Yeah. And up to that point, there was no other scene that was like held for that long. It's so, it's so well done. Like it's so anxiety inducing and like, yeah, and you, you don't know what's going to happen, but, but you're just you just kind of like feel it. something yeah. that like they're going to come home any second or something's yeah, going to happen. Exactly. There's like a tonal shift that. Bong Joon-ho does in that moment that you subconsciously like pick up on and you're like okay I'm kind of enjoying this because they're like having fun you know (laughs) but you're like something's gonna happen and that's when the second part of the movie starts because it really is two different films in one yeah that's that's kind of how I felt like watching it for the first time and I had never like felt or seen anything like that before and I know that in one of his except or his film speeches at the Oscars he said that like he was really inspired by Quentin Tarantino oh and my I gosh. had never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie <gasps> really before Parasite and so I was like well now I'm gonna watch all of his films and so Dakota and I like literally went and watched every single <laughs> movie which one was your favorite um I think Inglorious Bastards that one is a perfect movie so good have you seen it no i haven't oh my gosh and we just watched django unchained last week that was like the last one i think that we hadn't seen that one's on netflix right yeah i think so i haven't seen Uh, that one or hbo max i don't know one of the two (laughs) um but anyways i kind of got addicted to that because um not not the same but I do like how Quentin Tarantino, like, you're, you're watching this movie and it's, like, kind of slow and then, like, all of a sudden it just, like, it's so intense and yeah. picks up. Yeah. And I I can see what he did there if Quentin Tarantino is his, like, I don't know, his director like idol or whatever. <laughs> yeah, his director <laughs> idol. That he to he made it his own. It definitely wasn't just, like, a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> movie. Yeah. But it, it did have that same feeling of, like, okay, we've kind of been in this one pace for a minute and now all of a sudden we're getting, like, we're picking it up. It's getting yeah. anxiety ridden, you know? I That reminds me of, I listened to this podcast of him talking at a film festival um, a few weeks ago, and he bong? said, yeah, Bong, and he said that he was really inspired by um, Alfred Hitchcock's mm-hmm. Psycho. Have yeah. you seen that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you seen uh-huh. it? Um, and in that movie, it's like two different movies too yeah and that was the first time it ever had happened in like cinematic history and that's why it's so interesting that's so cool yeah and I think that's why it's so like it's such a nice device to use if you can do it successfully 
Like, if you, no. if you can't... There was no hints at the first half of the movie that, that what happened in the second half was going to happen. No. Like, even the basement, like, they were hardly in the basement. The, uh, what is it, the housekeeper was, like, it, she wasn't, like, a main character. So irrelevant. She was kind of just there. Yeah. yeah. And he just did it so well that you, like, watch it and you're, like, I literally had no <laughs> idea that was going to happen. Like, no, I remember yeah. the theater, I was, like, huh? Yeah. I was, I was, like, what could happen? Like, they're just going to come home. They're going to get really angry. And yeah. then just blew me out of the water. I know. There was, like, in the middle with, like, the montages of, like, the stories of, like, the Kims coming into the Parks home. There was a little bit of foreshadowing, but nothing that gave away the plot. With, like, what the peach. What foreshadowing did you see? Um, just, like, everything with, like, the peaches and, like, the oh. little, like, um, hot sauce packets. Oh. Like, they reused that a couple times. You with, know like, what? With, like, the pizza that and something else. That actually reminds me because I remember the dad said something he was like she's a great housekeeper but she eats so much she eats enough for two yeah he says this just like very like yeah random one-liner and you're like okay she just likes she's yeah exactly that's fine <laughs> <laughs> well she and, likes and her honestly, food <laughs> that was like what are those meals called random it was it's like not even real to say too. <laughs> like what? oh that sentence was just like yeah i don't know just we'll such a if you're overweight a lot oh that she just eats for two <laughs> Yeah. Or that you eat a lot. Yeah. 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 It's speaking of, I think it's like Ramadan. Or like yeah, but it's not even like a real Yeah, it's not. Korean I remember dish. like, my dad used to live in Korea too. Uh-huh. And I remember asking him like, I want to eat this thing. And he's like, that's not real. That's why the, the mom was like, what is this? What am I making? And she had to like Google yeah. it, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we made it. Oh, he did? Yeah, and it was actually pretty good. I what, heard... It looks delicious. Yeah. I saw, too, it was something, like, more of the poorer class in Korea, something mm. they would eat. So it was interesting, interesting that the Park family, like, requested that, because it's something... And the Kim family no was one, like, I don't even get it. What is Yeah. That? Yeah. Because it's something, like, only, like, the wealthier Ooh, or I the un- poorer class would eat. Real quick, we, um, we rented... Or, so our, our apartment complex has, like, a little movie theater room mm-hmm. and we rented it out last week for like halloween and we had like some friends over to watch parasite and like most people that had come hadn't seen parasite <gasps> and so what? it was fun we were in like a theater of like i don't know probably like 30 plus people yeah and it was so fun to hear like to see the gasps yes at, like when <laughs> yes. It, when the housekeeper like calls in everyone was like <gasps> like what what the like, housekeeper just, yeah. yeah and someone was like why does she look so scary wait what like, Her everyone face. was so confused. My favorite I thing is to, like, watch Parasite with someone who has never watched it. And yes. just watch it's, them watch it. Yes, yeah. because no one ever suspects what's going to happen. No. no. I w- Reed hasn't seen it, and I've been, like, wanting to watch you it. Reed. Reed. Shout out to Reed. <laughs> if you work at Apple. <laughs> Reed is also, like, one of those people who's, like, so animated when He's he watches so movies. Oh, 100%. And I'm like, dude, we have to... He has, like, no idea. I feel like he feels, like, um, unmotivated to watch it right now because he, like, thinks he's he knows what's going to happen. But I'm like, you have no, no idea. He, yeah. He better not be listening. But I like, know. even the <laughs> title Parasite, you, you think you can pick up what's going yeah. on? Like, oh, yeah, this is this. But, like, no. Should we talk about the marketing of the film, too? Because I feel like mm-hmm. that's what made it so... Like, the trailer... The trailer and the fact that... Can we spoil what happens? Yeah, yeah. because if okay. you haven't seen this, you guys... 
You stuff. need. <laughs> this is like one of those movies where like you literally have to see it. No, it is. Like, yeah. Before you listen, um, no, the fact that it was only marketed that it was like the two families. Yeah. That just like That's it. you go into the movie thinking, okay, this is a story about two families who are different classes. Yes. And then you're hit with this like violence. Uh, there's this guy living in the basement. Yeah, yeah, what? Who's been yeah. there for years? Yeah, he's crazy. He's hitting the light with his forehead. Oh, my and least favorite part is when you just see his little eyeballs over the stairs. With the, I with literally the little voices. Yes. Yeah, that, was so that part. Creepy. I'm like picturing it right now. Oh, that part scared me. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. I think the yeah. um American posters also said like um. It was like act like you own the place. Mm. Just like such a nice like catchphrase, honestly, for the movie. Mm. I just think the oh, way that it, it was marketed was just it just helped like the the movie like reach the potential that it did in the fact that like you went Well in yeah, and, like, and it didn't give anything away, like the trailer, yeah. like you said in the marketing. It's not like this is what's gonna happen. It's yeah, actually exactly. this crazy gory story of Yeah. People dying. <laughs> it's interesting because a lot of people who I tell par- like tell them to watch Parasite, they're they're like, no, I don't want to watch a scary movie, and I'm like, huh? I don't even think it's like it a doesn't, horror movie. No, we were actually because the whole point of us renting out the the theater was to watch a scary movie. Yeah, and everybody wanted to watch Parasite, and I'm like, I'm not against like making everybody watch Parasite, but I was like, I don't think everybody realizes like this isn't like a Halloween scary yeah. movie. It's, it's so interesting. It's like a psychological thriller, kind of, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. No, mm-hmm. I agree. I think that it's like a... Yeah, I would say it's a psychological thriller. I think it's like a... Which is exactly what Psycho is. Yeah. Like, yes, there's like crazy bursts of like killing and stuff like that, but <laughs> the at the same time... mom thing. Yeah, <laughs> honestly crazy. First but, time I ever watched that, I was like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> but same with that it's just like yeah you you kind of know the outcome but at the same time you don't but yeah. with parasite you have no idea what is gonna happen even up until the very end you're still like yeah you're what like, well, oh my gosh no it's insane the end is crazy too okay um i want to hear your guys's takes on the rock because oh, um okay. sam dakota's brother had something cool to say but i, I was Wondering if you guys had any notes about it. Um. Yeah. About, do you mean the rock that like Min get, gives um Kiwu at the beginning? Yes. I think the rock. Okay. <laughs> when you said the rock, I thought you were talking Me about too. Dwayne the Me rock. Me too. Jones. I'm <laughs> like the rock Johnson. <laughs> Let's just bring it back to him. It's like is he a fan? Kiwu. Yeah. And was like, this is supposed to bring you wealth. And you can see that, like, Kiwu's... I, I would say every, like, main character has, like, a want and a need. Right. And his want was to, like, be in the upper class. And I think that really, like, drove the whole plot. Like, that's what they're trying to do was be, like, part of that upper class. Yeah. I think The Rock was a nice touch because it carried throughout the story. He got The Rock... 
having like this like optimistic um like naiveness about him that he was going to be able to be in the upper class then the house floods like there's that scene where the house floods and he like puts his like hands into the water he picks up the rock and he's still mm-hmm. holding it because he like still has that like hope that he's gonna you know it's like one of the goal. only things he took from his home yeah yeah which is yeah which is just like another crazy thing He's, like, sleeping yeah. with it on the floor. Yeah. He uses the rock at the end to, like, <laughs> literally, like, hit someone over the head. I think that's what he did with that at the end. Yeah. And then Just he, kill like... someone. No. Yeah. He... I think he was bringing it with him, but then the, the guy ended up hitting oh. him in the head. Oh, yeah. Him. Honestly, crazy. I was like, ah, this guy's dead. <laughs> I thought I thought for sure he was Yeah. Dead. Same. And then at the end of the movie, he takes the rock and he like puts it in the river and he like finally like lets it go because he's like okay hey, this is like not gonna happen um i don't know if you saw this when you were like reading stuff on like the symbolism of stairs but there was kind of a similar symbolism with water and how water flows like from higher points to lower points mm-hmm. and um of just kind of the flow from like rich to poor lifestyles and like especially with like when the kim family finally makes it out of the parks and they're like running back to their house pretty much and it's like flooding yeah and then like when they're in their house their house literally floods like the window the small window they have is like shut like blown out by water and just like i can't remember like everything about that but it's just yeah but it's never the other way around like water flows like, just from the rich to the poor in this movie. Yeah. It's not totally. the opposite way. It's, so then it's kind of funny, like, with The Rock, when he, like, sets it in the water, it's just, like... Yeah. You're, like, just giving it away. Well, Sam, um, my brother-in-law, he was saying that, like, The Rock was his... Was Kiwu symbolism of, like, wealth. Like, I'm gonna get out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, like, the parks. I'm gonna get the thing. Whatever. I'm gonna get the wealth. But it ended up holding him back and down like holding him back down into his poverty class wow yeah i mean maybe because he like was going about it the wrong way it was like always there to remind him like no yeah like you're not the same i think that's a nice device interesting in a film like a tangible thing that follows the character that reminds them of like why they're going for what they're going for and Mm -hmm. like the progress that they've made I think The Rock is, like, a good um, part of the movie. So you can see, like, how the character is growing. Or in this case, like, not growing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even by the end, he's like... Should we talk about the ending? Or is it too yeah. early? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what do you guys think about the ending? Um, well, for... Okay. This, is, this has to do with the ending and going with the symbolism. But just the title of the film... Parasite, right? Mm-hmm. And we've like the parasite is quite literally a man living inside this home <laughs> yeah. that has been feeding off of their food, but yeah. also like their energy and conversations and is worshiping the guy that lives. Would you there. say he's the parasite? Yes. Like the Well, parasite I mean of the I film? think there's I think there's a couple of okay. symbolisms, so maybe we can talk about that. <laughs> but I was gonna say that he quite literally was a parasite that like, yeah. was like coming out yeah. and Causing harm. It was not a... What is it called? A symbiotic parasite? A symbi... Yeah! It's not a symbiotic relationship. No, it wasn't. Maddie with the terminology. Um, Yeah, I went to science. (laughs) I thought 
I'm I know just gonna science. say science. I went to science. Yeah, I went to science. Yeah, no, I think it's good. I think the the mm-hmm. both families were like parasites to each other, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like obviously the the Kim family was um feeding off of the park's wealth and like their naiveness, but I think the parks like also were feeding off of them. Like they weren't treating they weren't necessarily rude. Which is another thing I liked about the movie is that I didn't hate the rich family. And usually in like economic classes like this, when they're talking, when they're discussing movies, the, the rich are perceived as like bad. Right. And they're made to look bad, but I didn't hate the rich family. Like they were nice, Uh but there was just like little things like, for example, the smell. Yeah. 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 Like, the, they would always just say, like, they smell or whatever. And it's like, okay, first of all, no one wants to hear that they freaking smell. But especially, like, the fact that they didn't even know. Like, it, it's just, like, such a small thing that they brought up. Like, I I don't know. I think that, I don't know where I was going with that, to be honest. I well, lost no, it. with the smell, it's funny, too, because, like, the the Kim family associated their smell with being poor and where they lived. Yeah. But the parks, like, they live in this wealthy neighborhood. When would they ever be around people of a lower class smelling the Kim family, I yeah. guess? So it's funny that, like, the Kims just, like, they kind of just, like, associated, like, their smell as being not good enough and being poor. When in reality, like, everyone kind of has, like, their own smell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then, like, the parks probably have their own smell. And yeah. it's kind of funny how, like, that correlates, too, because, like, they always, like, would plug their nose, like, when they were in the car or something of just commenting about the smell. Yeah, it was just little things like that where it's like, okay, I can't hate, hate them because they're not yeah. technically, like, it's not like they're being rude. It's just, uh-huh. like, like, microaggressions. Yeah, it, it kind of is microaggressions, but it's also like, okay, I can't, like, pick a side at this point. Like, these people are literally lying to this rich family to like get what they want like they're not like a sympathetic yeah. bunch you know what I mean right right so I think that's another reason why the movie was so good because you're like god I don't know like who do I, I hate or like yeah. more you just don't like hate or like anyone yeah you're just like watching yeah, yeah so neutral but um what were what did you say what did we the ending? We were just talking about the ending. Oh, yeah, because we were, like, going into the ending, and I was just like, oh, I, I did want to talk about the meaning of the title, because, like, he oh, was, yeah. like, a parasite, I felt like, and, yeah. and they were parasites to each other, but he was, like, a parasite to come and destroy whatever Yeah, the, it's he was literally, like, foreshadowing, off. honestly. Yeah, and then, like, it was just kind of like, he was killing him, and he was killing him, and they were just Yeah. And the little boy is just terrorized, just watching I know. all he, of like, happen. literally just, like, has a seizure. So sad, honestly. Okay, um, this <laughs> is something that I... I mean, you catch something new every time, right? This is something that I actually didn't really understand until I just barely watched it last week. Mm-hmm. But I, I always thought that the dad snapped when he saw, like, this like him plug his nose one more time or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like no like that's it but I think that it was really more when the they were like give us the keys like give us the keys he has having a seizure we have to take him to the hospital oh. and he's literally his daughter's been stabbed to death and is in his arms dying and they're way more worried about the seizure the kid's yeah. gonna be fine he's gonna be just fine like this lady is dying and they're like yeah yeah 
And, like, I think that's what made him snap. That's a, that's a really, I didn't honestly catch that. I always thought it was the, the smell. smell. Me too. Because he, he, I remember he, like, plugged his nose. I was like, bro, really? She literally just got stabbed Yeah, I think, it. yeah, it was like. And you're gagging over the smell? Yeah. Which hasn't even, like, kicked in yet? Well, they yeah. were getting so <laughs> mad at him. They're like, why aren't you moving? Why aren't you, like, you have to drive us to the hospital. Yeah. This, he's, he passed out. And it's like, oh, the, the little boy's gonna be Fine. I know. Like, they're dying. Yeah. I mean, I think you that... don't care about her, obviously. A lot of... I've heard that a lot of people really don't like the ending. Really? They hmm. thought that it was, like, an easy way out that the dad killed the other dad. Like, the the dad stabbed the dad. Like they, Interesting. But to me, it's, out. like... Like, easy way out, as in, like, storytelling-wise. Like, uh, it's just an easy ending. Like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna... Like, they're gonna die. You I honestly I mean? didn't see it coming, even in the moment. Me neither. I didn't think he I was, was like, oh, die. the crazy parasite guy yeah. did it. And then, it, and then he stabbed the other guy. I was like, what? I know. What? I, was, I was assuming that the story would uh, end where someone would kill the, the parasite guy. Yeah. You know? And then they would all, like, you know, they'd yeah. make amends and whatever. But instead, like, the dad, I think the ending's so good because it's so ironic. Like, he is trying to escape prison, but he yeah. like, is literally imprisoning himself yeah. still. It's just so, Deeper like... Deeper, too. Yeah. yeah. And he's still underground. He's still living under someone. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so ironic that he went through all of that just to be in the same situation with his family, too. You know, mm-hmm. just even worse because like now his daughter's dead. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he can't actually like be with his family. Yeah. He's just by himself. And then when Kiwu has that like whole end end scene. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about that. Is that what you're gonna get into? Yes. That whole montage of his there. letter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? What do you think about that? What do you think about his letter back to his dad? Do you think that that was a a dream, an ambition? Do you think that it really happened? Yeah, so it was like an ambition. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting because he said, I, I believe he said, I'm going to work hard to like get here. But it's like, I wonder if he still like has that naiveness to him where he still thinks that he's going to be like that upper, upper class. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I think that it's, you can like work hard for yourself and change class systems but in that situation given like his morals it's like I don't know if you're gonna be able to do that you know what I mean yeah you take the easy way out to get there yeah and so it kind of shows like who he is as a character like he still thinks that he's gonna be able to do that which I just like don't know if he would be able to do but I will say that it threw me for a loop when I watched it because I was like oh my god he bought the house yeah. I and know. Now together. Yeah. I know. And it's and, like. And then it shows him like finishing the letter. Yeah. And he's like still and he's like, more. Yeah, I'll work for it. Well, it's funny. Well, that was funny too because like obviously when it showed him and his mom like at the house, like it didn't look like that much time had passed. He still was yeah. like kind of the same age. So it's mm-hmm. like, that was fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. how did you get to gain all this wealth I kinda that fast? Like, I was feeling a little bit like. I, I think it was the best ending, though, because yeah. he showed, like, what could have happened, and, like, I was like, okay, yay, like, he, you know, he learned all this stuff, he finally got what he wanted, which was to climb, like, the the class system, 
and then he just didn't. It's like not a nice ending. It's like actually a very like dark ending. Yeah. I would say. But it's still it kind of open so to interpretation. Yeah. Like you can still be like Like did he get it? Like I guess uh-huh. it makes you feel better. Maybe. Yeah. Well the ending yeah. too it shows like him and his dad like kind of coming up to embrace each other, but then the, the film ends before they reach each other. Oh wow. So it's like well, didn't it, did he get it didn't there? And though like cut back to him finishing the yeah, letter, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Cut back to that. But still, it's just like in his head. It's just Honestly, like, the first time I there? saw it, I didn't think it was an ambition. I was like, Oh cool, he got the house. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the like, second time down. I watched it, I was like, Oh, that was definitely just like a dream of his. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like this film is so good because it's so up for interpretation. There's some people yeah. who are like, you know, the the park or the Kim family like is so wrong like for what they did blah 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 there's some people who are like really on the park family side yeah and it's just so interesting like which side you take or if you don't take like a side at all I I think I'm with you where I feel very neutral about it I feel so neutral I'm very upset at the parks specifically for caring more about their son having a seizure than about a girl literally dying and like leave her like they couldn't even be like okay take her and bring her in the car that we're because we're both we're going to the hospital might as well bring her too like didn't even cross their minds but it's so interesting because if if he had made the choice to have them say that then you would have been like okay i'm on their side i'm on the the rich family side right it's so right. intricate, like the way that he made yeah. the two families act with each other. They're literally a parasites to each I other. I can't be on the Kim's family side. They're lying and conning exactly. his family. It's like they're obviously and clearly doing something like very <laughs> immoral. Yeah, and freaking Ki <laughs> Woo is like with some like thirteen year old girl. Yeah, let's talk about that. First of all, let's whoa, go. and she she was with the last tutor. I know, and he literally was like, don't. Like, don't mess with her. That's funny, too. It's just kind of ironic. I mean, I think that was a nice touch, though, because it just shows Ki-Woo's, like, morals. Exactly. Exactly. He's not loyal to his friend that, like, super set him up. I know. Yeah. Like, with a good job. I was... Not a 13-year-old. I don't know if, like, (laughs) super set him up. Set him up with this hot girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's not what I meant. Anyways. (laughs) Incredible movie. I would... I... I... Love Parasite. I <laughs> genuinely do. Like, I think fun. about it every day. I talk about it to everyone. I'm not even Aww. kidding. I really do. I think uh, that this is the blueprint movie of, like, the last 20 years. Like, I think that if you're trying to make a good movie, it's it would be, like, advantageous to watch this movie and take notes from it. Totally. Ooh, I like that. I'm serious. I think it's just so... It was so well done. Just... Such a, a great use of every type of film technique. And I think that it's done a wonderful thing for, that's, like, opened movies, like, from here on out, we're going to see a lot more international films. I yeah. mean, we're already seeing Squid Games breaking Netflix. Oh, my gosh. Did um, you watch Squid Games? Yes. Did you? Yes. So it good. It was so good, yes. Oh, my gosh. So Honestly. good. But I, I know that we're going to see way more than that. Like, we're going to yeah. see a lot more films that are, like, international. And not just Korean, but just, like, I think that... Hollywood and us as a society has just like accepted that we're like okay like these are can be just as good as like our own language and our own culture yeah you know because I think we were so close-minded before this film and to like be able to break that box was yeah yeah I think I wouldn't I don't know how to say this but like I took a few 
like international film classes when mm-hmm. I was in college. And so watching those films, they have such a different style and vibe, obviously, for like the different countries of where yeah. they take place and the different storyline and the acting is very different. And so watching, especially with Parasite and Squid Games, I noticed they have more of like that Hollywood approach that just reaches more audiences. And I feel like that's kind of. Like it has more of like a Western like um, style, like film style. Yeah, it's not really like that. The intensity of it, because they're both intense. Yeah, but they're not like avant-garde, which is like more Mm. like interpretive and expressive films, which is what a lot of international films are and so yeah then I feel like with Parasite being a little more linear and it has like a beginning and end and like a storyline you can follow more clearly and even Squid Games like you can just follow that better and you're like this makes more sense and just how it was filmed is there's more structure to it I don't know if I agree Really? Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of international films that we see in the West are like the independent ones that we hear from like artsy fartsy people who like have Criterion. I have Criterion. I don't but, know if I would say it's like the independent films in like the Western culture here in the States. I just mean the Hollywood style of films in general. Like, Hollywood is one extreme, avant-garde is another extreme of, like, film style of, like, themes versus not really having a theme. This has a more, like, linear storyline that you can follow, whereas, like, avant-garde, you're like, I don't know how much time is passing in these films. It could be a day, it could be years, like... I see what you're saying. There's not as... More like that. Not necessarily comparing international films with... United States international films. So you mean like the, or the way United that United States films. <laughs> what did you say? I said United States international films. <laughs> like, like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, I see I see what you're saying then. So you're referring to like the story structure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's fair. I have you ever seen any like old Japanese films? A handful, yeah. I've seen I just recently watched um uh it's hello in English. Yes, I've seen that one. Uh, is it actually, Ohio? I, I, Ohio. Not me saying Ohio. Hello <laughs> like, in I can't English. Remember. It's not just hello. <laughs> no, it's like in it's like in Japanese. I can't remember what it's called. Hi. Hi. No wait, hi is yes or something. Is it Nihao? Oh yeah, Nihao. I'm like hi. I think that's yes. Um, I totally know what you're talking about. Oh, there's another one that's like yeah. um. Me and California Dreaming, and it's like playing like, that song over and over again. I, that's called I'm Chunking so... Express, and that is yes. my favorite movie of all time. Other like, I've... Parasite. Wow. I love Thank that you for movie. remembering the title. And, like, it's, I remember yeah. that one. The director, yeah. That's another <laughs> one that I could talk about for a very long time. I love that movie. Okay, we're getting a tangent. Sorry. I love movies. <laughs> I love movies. I love movies. Okay, well, we can all agree that Parasite was. Yes. Parasite was awesome. amazing. Broke Song.com. Walls, it broke some records. Um, yeah, I'm excited to hear what Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I want you guys is. to guess oh, yeah. what the Rotten Tomatoes score is. Um, okay. I think it's 98%. That high? I feel like it could be that Ooh. high. Are you looking it up? No. Kota, what, what was that 
prison movie we watched? What? The prison movie. <laughs> prison movie. The prison movie. Shawshank Redemption. Thank you. Yeah, like, Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I'm sorry, that has Maddie. the highest rating. Um, I thought. And so I was. I was. I how you were looking at it. Um. Anyways, what was your guess? Highest Rotten Tomatoes. Kenna, what's yours? I mean, I feel like internationally it would have gotten a better a better score from like yeah. viewers, total. but total. Oh. Um, honestly, like probably like critics. like eighty four. Was like my guess. I feel like that's low. That is so low. I How know it's. Dare you, can I? Oh, I'm just thinking of like. I'm honestly just thinking of audiences like in America. No, I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'm not talking about audiences. Critics. Critics. What's the critic score? The is critic that what you're talking score. Because the audience score is different. I feel like the audience yeah. score would be higher. I feel like the audience score would be more in the 90s. Okay, so the critic score was 98%. Wow! I swear I guessed that. And the audience score was 90%. Interesting. Interesting. That's interesting. Interesting indeed. Because viewer (laughs) score is usually higher. Um, Because I thought, because Shawshank Redemption, the reason I asked um, was because I thought that that's Rotten Tomatoes' number one movie on here. Oh, really? It's only 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's a 98%. Audience score. So maybe What's that the highest Rotten Tomatoes score? That's what I thought it was. Spy Kids. <laughs> what did you say? Is that Spy Kids? Spy Kids. I don't even remember game where. Over. I don't even remember how or where I saw I that. that. <laughs> With Elijah Wood. Yeah. His little cameo. Literally. <laughs> is that the one that um, Taylor Lautner is also in? Isn't he in one? Um, he's in. I thought he was in Shark Boy versus Lava Girl. Is he in you Spy Kids? What? I think he's just in that. I think. Anyways, <laughs> um, what are we gonna give our score? What are, uh, What is it out of? Hundred. Hundred percent. Just uh, our score of parasite. That is a hundred out of a hundred. I think it is. No flaws. Airtight. <laughs> no flaws. It's zero. I would kiss it on the mouth. If it were a real person. I I'd, I'd give it like a ninety-eight, like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. What about you, Maddie? Yeah, I feel like I... It deserves that score. It yeah. truly, truly does. I think what it's done is incredible. It's remarkable. So you say 98. I I would probably say 102, so should we compromise at 99? Should we compromise at 100? <laughs> <laughs> we can give it a perfect score. It's really loud. Sorry. I, <laughs> no, I feel like 99 is good. That's our highest percentage that we've given yet. Yeah. That wow. is actually. I'm honored to be on this. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Uh, well, um, thank you so much, Allison, for coming thanks, on our guys. podcast. I know. It was so fun to talk we to you. We loved having your input. Yeah, you had some amazing input. I'm thanks. to have you on again. Oh. Oh. <laughs> thanks, guys. It was yep. super fun. Okay, awesome. Cut. <laughs>